I posted that video from that police officer uh, a couple days ago that uh, was talking about what was going on in the world his opinion and dude i had a bunch of other police officers dm me and i love the police officers i knew all of these guys not just random people um and they they said yeah dude what sucks for him is dude his whole department's gonna fucking hate him for saying that and they're he's probably gonna get fined he's probably gonna have to get a new job there's and i you know my response back to him was yeah sometimes doing the right thing costs you a whole lot oh yeah that's you gotta, truth you gotta stand your fucking ground that's right and for what's right that's right I didn't get a chance to watch that video. It was on my thing. It's amazing. Well, I, because I was going to watch it in cardio and it fucking killed out. So can you give me the gist of it? Well, basically he was saying what I said a few weeks ago where the revolution of this, like a modern day revolution is, is not guns and tanks. It's made in the decision to enforce or not enforce tyrannical oversteppings of laws. And this is what I said. I don't know, remember what episode it was, but I was talking to you guys about this a while back. You know, every, like all you know, like all the gun dudes, you know, the wild wild west guys. Yeah. Fuck yeah, revolution! It's like, dude, shut the fuck up. I got one on each hip, one on my ankle, one yeah. in the truck. Dude, you ain't doing shit. Shut up. One on my butt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, that's where you keep that AR. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Three hundred. Three hundred blackout has a whole new meaning. <laughs> so, dude, fucking, you know, I I was. I had a bunch of these guys reach out, man, and they're like, dude, that's that's great, but fuck, I, I can't say that. Yeah, the problem is, guys, is that you're not saying it. If y'all fucking said it, they can't do what anything. What can they say? Yeah. I mean. Like, that's what, and that's what's going on in the world, too, yeah. right? But, um, okay, well, let's teach you a good lesson here, because this goes back to the beginning of the real AF versus the MFCEO. This is a lesson that we spoke about that wanted to be learned. Oh, Yeah. It's okay. No, to this have is an, a huge lesson. It's okay to have an opinion. Yeah. It's okay to have a voice. And that is part of the constitution and free speech. Mm -hmm. And the problem is, is when you're shamed into or, or bullied, however you want to use the term into not having an opinion because it's not popular. That's where we go down. We go down well, some dicey fucking roads that way. Yeah. You and know? that's, that's why making a good decision is, is not making one of how people react. That's a hard thing to do. And well, and it goes back to a lot, a lot of times a tough decision is the right decision because you're overcoming that fear that ri lies right there. Having that yeah. difficult stance to take a line in the sand and say the word, no, I don't agree with you. And what happens is because everybody sees it from the keyboard warrior standpoint, like, we're going to fucking war now that we disagree because of how th the system's set up. Whereas and we talked about this, you know, has there know, ever been an internet argument that's actually been won? <laughs> no, no, because it can't be settled with a fucking right hook. Well, I'm, I'm just you know saying, what I'm saying? Like yeah. if, if you were to run your mouth like that, to me in person, it wouldn't yeah, happen. That's the, right. you know, so but they wouldn't, they wouldn't, right? No, because wouldn't. all the people we don't, we very, very rarely get people that complain, but, Occasionally with the Art Taste Syndicate over the last couple of years, you've had some keyboard warrior, you know, email us and just go off. And invariably, if we actually call them back, you know, Drew or I call them back, they're hey, like, what's the, oh, what's the problem? Oh, yeah, I, yeah, I didn't think oh, anybody oh, was going oh, to respond to me. I'm not upset. Oh, I, right. I, I'm cool, guys. I'm cool. Dude. You know, it's like. Bro, it, bro, that's, that's because we've gotten to a point in our society where to be heard People have to be so loud and so confrontational. They've been bred to think that for them to get attention because of the way that people are getting attention in the comments, like I described earlier, that they think that to get attention, it's the same thing. Like to be heard is the same thing as making a comment and the like and, and someone. So you get likes from someone who agrees with your point. 
And then so we have this battle dynamic going on. And that's not how it's supposed to be, guys. You know, yeah. the internet is not that real. Um, <laughs> is is this where Battle Dicks comes into play? Yeah. <laughs> battle Dicks can solve any dispute. <laughs> I interrupted you, Sal. What, what were you, you were in the process of saying something. I don't know, Vaughn, because we now he's talking about battle dicks, and it's hard to get off topic of battle dicks. No, but I mean, I, listen, it really does, you know, when you really start fundamentally peeling all these things back, it goes back to, like, all the lessons you learned when you were in, like, fifth grade, they all play out in life, you mm -hmm. know? One of them, like, treat others how you'd like to be treated. It's, Meaning, yeah. if, you, if you you have a problem with somebody, like, hear them out. You know, they're not going to be a fucking asshole because you don't fucking agree exactly. with them. You know, like you should still love the person as your neighbor. Like we're still human. We're, we're still, still on the boat. We're designed to be. That's different. right. We're still on the same motherfucking boat. Well, and, and but we're designed to be different. Right. But we're allowed per our freedoms to be able to express those. It doesn't exactly. make you a fucking asshole. Exactly. And what's going on now is you are an asshole if you have a feeling that doesn't agree with mine. Right. And that's not cool. Yeah, but that's no. that's come from the last decade. I'm with you. Of prioritization of individuality over common sense. <laughs> Think about mm -hmm. that. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like I want to drive the wrong way on the highway. Well, guess what? You're gonna get run the fuck over. No, well, <laughs> then you then you're oppressing my my desires my, my to freedoms. drive the wrong Yeah, that's dude, look, man. For our country to be great, we gotta all agree to some basic shit. Yeah. Like um, you don't just get to do whatever you want. There is right and wrong. There are facts and fiction. That's just the way it is. Yeah, that is it. Mm -hmm. Like, and but we live in this society where individuality is valued over facts. And so we create a scenario where anything that is not in line with someone's individual wants and desires is oppressive. That's not fucking true. Right. It's not true. And so, dude, I think, you know, it's, it's, I think the second half of that point of not of speaking facts and truth and being about the truth without the fear or, or not without the fear, you could still say the truth and be a little bit afraid. That's, that's, that's part of the deal, right? Sometimes the hardest things to say are fucking hard to say, but if you're making your decisions based upon the reaction of other people, you're, you're a puppet. That's it. There's a meme out there that always I, it's actually saved in the favorites of my phone because it's 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 a very relevant thing conversation. It says speak the truth even if your voice shakes. Yeah. Mm. You know, because those are the things that like you, you gotta, gotta look yourself in the mirror at the end of the day. Yeah, and that's that's a big thing about developing well, not only developing as as uh, an individual, but it's developing the world around you. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's something I take a great deal of pride in is like, I always want to tell the truth. I want to be known as like the truth teller. Yeah. And not because like it makes you like John fucking Wayne, but because I know what it makes me feel like on the inside. Like I feel good when I speak my mind. That doesn't mean I'm always mm -hmm. right. Right. But I also welcome some truth to come back into my life, yeah. you know, on that same pathway. And a lot of times what we're seeing in society today is. A lot of people like to speak their opinion, but they certainly don't like the repercussions of Dude, it. Uh, that, that's oh, huge. Yeah. I live you know by mean? that, man. Like, I'm just as okay with, like, just as okay am I am with being right, I'm okay with being wrong also. Dude, yeah. that's a huge deal. That a lot of people don't have that, man. That's a huge deal. No. Like, like, I'm so afraid of being wrong. Like, I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, like that's not yeah, a way to, it, it's, can't do like that. Yeah, but it's almost no. like in business, right? When you cross these things back over, like you, the only way to learn to, how to be successful is to fail. Right. Yeah. But see, I think that that's, that's actually part of the decision-making process. Okay. You got to understand sometimes you're going to make the wrong decision. Mm -hmm. So what do you do now? Well, 
We work to adapt and create the right decision out of the wrong decision. And that's a, I think that is the most critically overlooked part of making a great decision is being able to say, you know what? I fucked that one up, guys. You know what I'm saying? That's okay. You Dude, learn from it. Yeah, and and this is why we're having so much division in society, right? Because, like, dude, you read the comments of what the fuck people argue. Like, some of these people that argue, and I'm talking on both sides, they cannot really truly believe what the fuck they're saying. <laughs> they're just saying it to cause a reaction and right. to get people agitated and to win an argument. And if that's how you go through life, dude, you're going to live a shitty life. It's just the truth. And so I think that, you know, the, the third part of making a great decision is understanding a you're going to be wrong sometimes but you got to go with what you believe to be the right thing and if you make a mistake dude it's not losing it's a fucking opportunity to get better and you should be able to look at people and say hey you know what at the time i thought that was the right decision i don't feel that way anymore and that's, dude, that's growth. That's what fucking, dude, that it's so, do you not see the irony there? Like, does anybody, am I missing, am no. I the only one who sees irony? The irony is the, the, the far left people talk about progressiveness and growth, but they're so stuck to their railroad track and their, their terms that they can't even do that. You can't even be progressive. No, that's no. right. Like exactly. it's, it's ironic. <laughs> But I think owning your shit, that was my purpose and why I respect Justin Bieber. Yeah. It's because, yeah. And dude, I never, like, even before, because I, you know, I was, you know, the bees, the bees, I always make fun of them, you know. And I read that post and I thought, you know what? I like that guy. I, mm -hmm. Yeah. Because, dude, when you mm -hmm. can own your shit. Nobody hurts you. Not only, can, no, not only can nobody hurt you, you've reached a new stage of life. Yeah. Like, when you can handle your shit, and, and that dude's done some shit, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? On both sides. Like, he's done mm -hmm. shit I ain't, I'm never going to fucking experience. I mean, at 14, right? But he's gone through some lows, and he's able to own it. That's a big fucking deal, man. And so when you start having conversations with somebody like that, that's a respect thing. It's like, all right, that guy, mm -hmm. at least he owns his shit. No, it's a man. You're becoming a man. Right, versus running from yeah. it. Yeah. Or, or, or hide behind an it. An adult, or whatever you want to call yeah. it. I was in a Q&A oh, with a famous author one time, and there was a, a, a woman Me? who's- no, there was a woman oh, who stood up famous. and said, uh, you know, sir, I just have to say that I you just got him, dude. I got him. What, what you got him. I got him. I said, no, no. I mean, <laughs> I, got you. I need you to drop some bombs on that one right there. Right? <laughs> what did you say? I missed it. Hey. No, you said you said I hey. had a conversation with a you famous author. You like, got him. But he didn't. Me? I said, he, no, he said famous. He didn't. You got him so good. that He didn't even recognize the I, joke. I didn't even hear what it. What you should put in there, Joe, is a but um bump. <laughs> I got you. No, 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 no. What's the wah, 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 wah. Yeah, that that's one? About right. That's better. No, that's what we put after you, no, bro. <laughs> no, I in this Q and A with this famous author and the um, and this woman said, "Well, sir, first of all, I have to tell you that I disagree with a lot of what you've written." And he shot right back and he said, "I actually disagree with a lot of what I've written." You know, and and, and you know but, what, dude? No, Bob? I love it. You know what's the truth is? What's that? Dude, I look I look at who I was four years ago, and I'm like, fuck, dude. That, I shouldn't have said it like that. Yeah. I shouldn't. That's not true. You know, I'm not saying it's all the way false, but there's there's things yeah. that should be addressed there. Dude, That's that's it's evolving. It's right. getting better. But yeah. it's like those people that make, I mean, that, gosh, they want to hold... They want to hold people accountable for what they did 10 years ago or well, 20 bro, years ago. It's just in, insane. I know. And we live in a culture where everybody wants to live in a glass house and throw fucking rocks. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. Like, dude, we, how many people we have criticizing all these people out there all the time 
but their own house is not in order. Mm-hmm. They have no, their finances are fucked up. Right. Bro, look, I'm going to be real. And the, people are not going to like this. They're going to get fucking mad. I'm sure I'm going to get some hate about it. But if you, if you're broke after a week and not having any fucking money because shit shut down, you probably shouldn't be voicing your fucking political opinions for the world to fucking see. Cause you don't even have your own house in order. You know what I'm saying? And I know that people no, take, that's real. I know, but, and people hear that and they think I'm being a jerk. I'm not being a jerk. If you're running your own house and things are in order, and I'm not judging, you could be a a, a less financially successful person. You could be a a a, a low earning person and still have your house in order, okay? But people don't, and so if you don't have your house in order, it's hard for me to respect your viewpoint. It just is. It's just reality. I didn't voice my fucking viewpoint until I had my own shit in order. And I still really don't feel that qualified to give out my advice. I just kind of look around. I'm like, well, fuck. No one else is <laughs> no, going to give nobody it. Else is saying I it. might right. say something, right. <laughs> you know, like I got to say something, right. I, you know, and a lot of people take that as like, oh, dude, you think you're the, you think you know everything. No, I don't. But I just don't see anybody else speaking some shit that I actually agree with. Right. Because well, right. everybody wants to hold the spotlight, but nobody wants it to shine on them. That's the thing. They pick and choose what they want to be mad about and what they want to talk about. Man, that's the truth. That's some real shit there, dude. Everybody wants to hold the spotlight, but nobody wants to turn it on themselves. Nobody. Man, that's a a collab meme or something. We need to like make a meme (laughs) and we'll put both our names on it. (laughs) We'll throw Sal in there too. But it'll say say Andy for Sal with DJ. Uh, You know what? It probably fucking will. (laughs) No, but I mean, it's real though. See that? I'm owning my shit. (laughs) What's Sal? No, no, no. What's Sal? <laughs> he's, gonna, he's gonna put Jelly Joe in there. That's great. Oh man. So I don't know, guys. Like you know, I think the point of the show here. I think that if we're gonna kind of wrap up what we're talking about here is let's let's try to make good decisions. Let's be open minded. Let's look at the facts. Let's remove the emotion. A lot of you know this is a business podcast at heart. You know, this will help you. This idea of making decisions kind of in a three-pronged approach will help you with life, but it'll also make you a lot of money. And and so I don't want that to get lost. You know, making decisions on facts and separating emotion is a huge thing that people have a hard time understanding. They have a really hard time understanding that when they make the wrong decision, it's okay to be wrong. All right. And, uh, and they have a really, really hard time speaking the truth when they know it's going to make people angry. And guys, if you want to be successful in life, those three things are things that you have to be able to do. Otherwise, you're just going to be you're going to be the bologna sandwich like everybody else. You don't want to be the bologna sandwich. You want to be the Royale with cheese, motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Like we're not trying to be bologna. We're trying to be we're trying to be Pulp Fiction. What are you guys are you guys flirting over there? He's waiting, dude. <laughs> Too fucking easy, son. I was just doing me. <laughs> Sal and DJ give each other DJ, googly eyes. DJ Baloney, man. DJ Baloney. <laughs> it's it's too fucking easy. Shit, bro. I know I'm gonna is. tell you this. We've been busting ass in the gym. This motherfucker's gonna look like a fucking Zeus. Aren't you? Dude, I'm just trying to look better than Sal. That's all it is. Well, you, yeah, you so. better wait a long motherfucking time. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to need more than an hourglass, son. <laughs> I'm going to get there, dude. Yeah. yeah. So, gonna, dude, you better go get yourself a sundial. So, dude, let's, you know, let's wrap the show. We've been talking about a lot of stuff. I think we covered a lot of good info. Um, but before we do, guys, I just want to remind you, we don't run ads on this show, and we don't fill your ears with a bunch of bullshit that we get paid for. Uh, and we also don't go run ads on YouTube and 
Facebook and Google and all this shit that some of these other shows do. Our show is completely driven by you guys. And that is super cool because as far as I know, we're the only show that does that. And second of all, we're constantly at the top of the ranks, which means you guys are, are participating. You're sharing the message. And I just want to say thank you for that. Uh, because as you guys know, we always ask that if you listen to the show, if you got a laugh, if you learned, if it helped you, if it made a difference in your life in some way, even if it just passed the time in a positive way and made you think, we ask that you share it for us. You know, give us a little shout on Instagram, um, click that subscribe button, leave us a good review because those things help our rankings and they help us get this message out that we think could really help people. And I know that you guys believe that too, because you support the show so great. So, um, it's kind of a twofold thing. Like, thank you. And please keep it up. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but, uh, but, but let's go around the table, man. And kind of just wrap this up Vaughn. And, and I'll let you direct that. I'll go last. Sal, you start. I think, you know, the one, the one message that I have learned to be most true for myself is that education and experience are key to, to living a good life. And what I mean by that is, you know, you have to put the work in to build, you have to put real work in and to have real experience, meaning you got to go out and try things for life. You got to go out and see if you like Thai food or if you, you, you want to drive a Ford or a Chevy. And, and that is all an education through experience. And it's really hard to see, um, it's really hard to see life through somebody else's eyeballs if you've never walked a day in their shoes. And so, if you want to be a good human and you want to be a good neighbor, learn to put yourself in those positions so that you can have a real world experience so that when conflict arises, you have the ability to see it from their viewpoint. And it's helped me a great deal in my life. I mean, specifically take this project in hand, like there's not a contractor on the job. I don't know their name. I've done everything, you know, and, I, and I'll out there and I'll can help I stop them. for a second and just yeah. say, I think that's awesome by the way, because DJ and I both noticed it yesterday. Oh, yeah. We were walking, we walked through, look, I just, I'm going to give him some credit here because he fucking deserves it. First of all, our building, I ain't never even been in a building like that in my entire life. I, I've been to fucking some nice places. Dude, you crushed that building. That's cool. I mean, it's fucking it's fucking amazing. And it's beyond it's beyond everything I even imagined when we sat down and first drew it out on the napkin. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, dude, yeah. I appreciate that. It's no, fucking cool. amazing. Thank but you. but like you guys don't realize how much time this man has poured into that, making that reality. And uh, when you come to see it, which I hope you will, shake his hand and say thank you because he's had to put up with a lot of fucking shit to get it done. And uh, DJ and I both noticed yesterday, um, and and dude, I'm sorry to interrupt. I'm really trying to work on inter not interrupting, um, but I, it has to be said. You know, like we're walking through, and. The, the fucking dudes are up in the lift 30 fucking feet in the air and Sal's like, yo, Tony. And he's like, Sal, what's up, man? And I'm like, damn, dude, he really knows everybody there. And dude, that's why the building has shown up, has turned out to be so beautiful. You know, so dude, I'm I, supposed to be drinking beer with those guys today at 3.30. Hey. <laughs> it's 3.50. It's 3.49. <laughs> I know. But no, but that's like, that's, I think that's respect. That's being yeah. a good human, you know, like. Dude, I'd help those guys. Even the the glaziers today, I didn't give a fuck. Like, dude, I help them bring in boxes. I that's part of being yes. a good being a good uh, leader, a good leader, but also just a good 
person in fucking the ecosystem. Well, the, the the GM told me, or the the project manager is like, you know, I've never had an owner operator ever walk the floor ever, ever. They only talk to the to the stop, and nobody ever walks through and and says hi. And he wants you to know that all the guys love it. But that's what I love. You know bro, what I'm I do too. I love that. Like I love being, and you know what? Those guys think differently than I think. Dude, I have more fun talking shit to JD, yeah. who I've fucking never even met before in my life yesterday. That was the highlight of my day. Yeah. The highlight of my day was me and you and DJ and JD talking shit. Yeah. And he's a stud. And I never met him before. Never. You know, I, I want to tell you, like, hey, tell that motherfucker come work for us. Oh, yeah. no, he's gone. <laughs> I already told you, yeah. you know, yeah. We, we, we <laughs> had a conversation. Dude, that dude, I guarantee you he's getting shit done. That, that, that's that's big country. If he yeah. worked here, oh, he, yeah. he, he, would he would overtake Dom for big country. Oh, yeah, he's... It'd be like big country squared. <laughs> <laughs> he's a, I promise you, if you fought that motherfucker, you'd remember. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And... Yeah, that's all I'm going to say. There's people you know not to fuck with. Yeah. Just say it like that. He's so, got, his hands are about this fucking thick. Yeah. yeah. That's those, like that's like hurt. E Emily's dad. Yeah, like, you don't. You don't fuck with Emily's dad. Those would hurt. Yeah. Earl, you, ain't, you ain't met Earl yet, have you? No, I've not met yeah. Earl. You'll, oh, geez, his name's Earl? Yeah, yeah right. That sounds like a big motherfucker. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I've never met an Earl that's small. So, I mean, <laughs> dude, look, man. Sal knows him. Oh, yeah. Earl's a boy. You don't fuck with Earl. No. 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 <laughs> All right, Vaughn. No, but DJ, you're oh, right. DJ, uh, you I up? mean, first there's DJ, then there's God. Oh, <laughs> oh dude. Ooh. We need some lightning. We need, yeah, you better drive slow on the way home, son. <laughs> no, man. I think I think one thing that I that I that I've learned when it comes to these points here, man, is like I've always been told to to surround yourself with people who know what they're talking about, right? And so I love it every time I'm hanging out with Andy or with Sal. The best thing that I've learned to do is really just shut the hell up and listen because they're going to drop some nuggets for you, you know? And, and so I look at it the same way when I look at information or what to read, you know, you never just listen to one thing, surround yourself, get a nice plethora. That's a good word. Plethora. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. and, One of my and, favorite words. And just shut up and listen, man. And, and Cause if, if you do that, if you remove what the hell you think you know about it, somebody else knows more. That's right. And, and, and it's not, and that's not a bad thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, if, I don't, I don't try to put myself in a position to know everything, or or be the person that knows the most about something. I don't want to do that. Well, but, you're aware. Yeah, you're I mean, aware of where you are in life. And you know what? And I've never stopped being a sponge. You no. know, so I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna shut the hell up and listen. And and to me, that's that's the best thing about it because I get to see how everybody else thinks about things and how different their their opinions are, and it's okay. Dude, you remember the first day, like the first time we went down to HQ? What I said to you is that before or after we went into the closet? That was. <laughs> Before we went in the closet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What remember what I said? No, I, I remember what I said. To this day, man, you you told me like, hey, we're gonna find a reason why you're here. Yeah, that's right. And it's not and gonna be to follow me around. No, it ain't. And and right now you're you're in charge of security. But dude, how old are you? Twenty five. Twenty five years old, dude. When I'm talking to this dude, I work I work out with him. He's around me all the time. <clears throat> dude, you're doing something right because I'm gonna tell you right now. I don't feel like I talk to a 24 year old man when I'm talking yeah. to you. And so I, I just got to give you credit too, man. I am fucking gracious today. I'm gonna give you some credit too. <laughs> You're doing a good job, DJ. I appreciate that. Yeah. What'd, you, what'd you do wrong? I, I don't want to get into it right now. <laughs> <laughs> you need confessional. Turn that thing off, man. Where, where's Vaughn? We need Vaughn. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, man. You know, that, but that's that's a testament to where that viewpoint yeah. gets you. Oh no, 100. percent You know, uh, um, I don't know, man. I appreciate you. And I appreciate your Dude, point of view. I appreciate being here. I think yeah. it's awesome. And um, 
Keep it moving. Battle dicks. Hey, that, <laughs> dude, that was pretty cool yesterday when those guys came up for the podcast, wasn't it? Oh, dude, that was awesome. Yeah, so we had our first podcast fans like hit us up in public yeah. when, since he's been on. And uh That's awesome. And it was cool because the guy was like, he dude, he was it was it was a couple guys, it was three or four of them. And uh they were like, the one guy came up to the car. We were at Herb looking at tractors. Herb is the uh, local John Deere dealer. And I was looking at a lawn tractor, not not like a a farm tractor for my lawn. Not like one of the Home Depot specials. <laughs> I can't be rolling like that. I got rep to maintain. Exactly, right, right. <laughs> so, uh, you know, they came out and they were talking about how much they appreciate the show. And I said, I said, well, that's DJ right there. He's on the show, too. Dude, this motherfucker started blushing. He's oh, fucking dude. so black. Dude, you can awesome, see it, man. though. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. no, seriously, dude. I mean, it, it's awesome to see that, man. And, and like, dude, I've got, you know, a couple of people hitting me up in my DMs like, hey, I love hearing you on the show, dude. For me, honestly, guys, this is a privilege. Yeah. I think this is an awesome experience, uh, and and I'm just happy to be here. I love having you on the show, dude, because I think you bring a younger perspective to the mm-hmm. show. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? People, don't, I think people, I want people to understand that you're 25 talking to a bunch of dudes that are 40. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. That's that's a good perspective for this show to have. That way we don't ever become the old dusty motherfuckers. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. No, so, I'm, I'm happy to be here, man. I and that's impressive because I've never had guys come up to me about the podcast. It's always been girls. Oh! <laughs> oh, there we go. Damn, you're that easy target, man. Damn, son. I just threw you down, dog. just throwing out lightning bolts. Hey, he's two for like, two right he, like He's up on the cloud, dude, just throwing him at people. <laughs> All, right. All right. I like it. Oh. What do you think, buddy? Well, I'm I'm gonna put a little bit different spin. So uh, my uh, my girl's favorite TV show right now is a show on Netflix called uh, I think it's on Netflix. It might be on Disney Plus, but it's a show called uh, Rocky Mountain Animal Rescue. You seen any of that? No. It's pretty good actually. Yeah, it's pretty good. So one episode that they had recently, it just really, man, you know, I'm kind of a sap when it comes to dogs, but uh, they were called into this house where the neighbors basically said this this is an older lady. We haven't heard from her or seen her for like three weeks. She has a dog, uh, so we're not sure if something happened to her, and we don't, you know, if the, if it did, we don't know what's up with her dog. So they follow the the officer into the uh, room, and you know, it's you know how they always had the little cliffhanger. They open the door, and they're, <gasps> you know, so they did that. They they had a little cliffhanger where the officer woke, uh, walked in the door, and you hear this big gasp, and then they cut to break, and then it came back, and she basically said, "Oh my gosh, you know, stenches in here is so bad." And sure enough, this this woman uh, died like, you know, they, they're thinking like two or three uh, weeks earlier. And they said afterwards, they said that the, the dog, where do you think the dog was? The dog was right there. The dog was literally right there with with his head on her on her shoulder or whatever. Like she'd been dead for weeks. She had been dead for three weeks and he oh had not, God. he had not left her side. And it, it just struck me. And I, it's a little bit of a cheesy analogy, but like one of the reasons I think we, especially as men, we just love dogs is that they're just loyal. They're just reliable. You can count on them. You know, it's like unconditional love. And I, I remember like watching that and thinking, you know what, that's all we want. We want a we want a government we can trust that's loyal to us and reliable to us, but we can't really trust our government. We can't really trust the media. All we can trust is each other. And I think um, you know, a couple couple weeks ago, actually a couple months ago, I don't know if you remember this, Andy. We had a little bit of a fierce disagreement about something, and and you said something that really struck with me. You said, um, "Bro, just ask yourself this: if something, if 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 something bad happened to your family, who'd be the first person that got on a plane and come and see you?" I was like, you would. No question. 
And because the, Andy and Sal and, and just this whole culture of, of first form, extremely loyal to one another. And uh, I just feel like our culture is that we're just out to to diss each other. We're out to just criticize each other. We're out to, fi- to find fault with each other. And I think it's been driven by the media. They want to divide us and they want to, they want to distract us so that they can consolidate power. Um, and I think we all need to just kind of reaffirm our loyalty to one another and, and say, screw these guys, you know? I love that. And I, I think that's a great point. And I think that uh, <clears throat> the biggest thing that I could say to that point is um, I think for the last decade, we've been focused super high on individuality, like I said. And I think what we're going to see out of the result of this whole scenario is the common good of America become a priority again. And I think everybody's sick of the fighting. I think everybody's tired of the fighting. I think everybody's tired of the lies. I think everybody... Both sides are tired of the division and the hate and the anger and the frustration and the headlines and all the stuff that we shake our heads at and say, what the fuck is going on? Because, dude, half the time it's not even really going on. We have people now going out there and staging things to look like things are happening. Dude, we this is fucked. And people of America have to stand up and say, dude, we're not taking that. We are not going to accept media channels or companies or anything that are going to censor us that are going to make up fake shit and try to get us to believe shit so we don't like each other and dude we have to come to an agreement amongst each other that like dude hey i believe this and you believe that and dude we need to talk it out man to find the truth and not in an attack way not in a negative way not in a you're a fucking idiot way like dude every time i see uh, you go to any political page and read the comments. There's nothing productive going on there. It's all it's all bullshit. It's all, dude. Uh, the 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 here come the Trump tards. That's what they all right. fucking say. That's not a very nice thing to say. You know, <laughs> here come the the crazy liberals. Like, dude, it's both sides. They're doing the same shit. Okay, we can't do that. We cannot do it. And people listening to this show, my hope is that you will at least take what we talked about in this show when you make decisions and start to be aware of those points and at least make a concerted effort to make decisions based upon those points that we covered earlier because when you make decisions based upon facts and not how you feel, the world becomes a lot different place. And you start to realize that, okay, it's not all about me, but it can be about me if I make it about everybody else. And dude, that's a great place to live. It's a great place to be. And it's a great place for America to be because we've been there before. This is, this is about, this is what America is about. Okay. And I'm excited. I'm not dreading the next 10 years. I'm excited about it. Not because Trump, I think is going to win or this or that. I just think the collective awareness of the people is rising and people are starting to say, fuck this. This isn't what I want. I don't want to hate DJ because he's fucking black. I don't want to fucking think all white people are racist because they're not. I don't want to fucking believe uh, that we can't shake hands ever again because it's not true. And we're starting to identify all these little lies that we're being told as a whole, and the reason we weren't able to identify it in the past was because we were create, we were put in our brain through social media and the media 
a line of thinking that created division and opposition. And so now people are waking up and they're saying, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You motherfuckers don't really care about us. And so now what's happening is, is, dude, they're losing all their credibility. And, dude, we see it happening, right? It's happening right fucking now. Dude, go read the po- go read the comments on a post by the CB- CDC right now. Every single one of them is, dude, I don't believe you guys. I don't believe you. Now, and that's an extremely dangerous place to have our country. Why? Because what if something real happens? What if... What if, dude, this is why I believe that the media and all these people, when it all shakes out, they should be fucking held accountable for this shit because what we're going to have now is a system, unless they drastically reorganize it, we have a system based around our health that nobody's going to listen to. Dude, that's dangerous as fuck. It's like the boy who cried wolf. That's right. It's exactly yeah. like that, bro. Yeah. So what happens next year when the fucking real pandemic comes and you, you get the shit and you actually die in fucking two weeks? Nobody's going to listen. That's the fucking real problem here. So we have to come together as people for our own fucking safety and preservation because it is a matter of time before there will be a real sickness or a real threat. And guess what? When they warn us about that threat, we're going to have to be able to know what to do and what to believe. And based on this scenario, every dude, if this happens, if this happens, what I'm saying, if that happened in six months, it would kill everybody because nobody would listen. Dude, that's scary as fuck. So let's let's call for some fucking action here and let's stop giving these people power over us by the way we behave towards each other. And start taking the power back from them by unifying our thoughts and our conversations and getting along like normal fucking humans where we can all be cool to each other. It's really, really easy to do. Okay? Follow those steps. Guys, don't forget to refer the show. We love you guys. We appreciate all the support. Share it out there. Help us grow. And uh, we hope you have a great, great day. Talk to you next time. Hey, told my teacher, don't-